0: Well, a conversation has started on Twitter, and I thought, you know what? This is so relatable. The conversation is about a couple who never picked a side of the bed. They just switch every so often. I know. What's isn't that weird? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Have you ever slept on the wrong side of the bed? Meaning, have you ever switched to the side of the bed you were sleeping on with your significant other and like did anything happen when, when you did that uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show my talk One O Seven One, streaming live at my talk com. everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer hey. this all started with uh, somebody by the name of Jeff Stein a tweeter Who said several months ago, a couple we are friends with said they don't sleep on the same side of the bed every night. As in, every night when they get into bed, they don't know who will sleep on which side. And it still blows my mind. And I thought, you know what? Everybody has very strict rules about the side of the bed that they sleep on. Mm -hmm. And also... I don't know about you, mm-hmm. but when you're traveling, do those rules change? Oh yeah. When you're in a foreign bed? Mm-hmm. 651 <laughs> 641 Uh six five one six four one one oh seven one. What are your rules about sides of the bed?
1: Well, I, you know, thanks for asking. I know you're talking directly I to was.
0: me. <laughs> but, you, but you have to call in. No, I'm just oh, kidding. Wait, no, tell on. me right now. What if I did? Six five. No, one. just okay. tell me. So
1: I do have a side of the bed, right? Yep. I and I never really thought about the side of the bed that I have until we went to another Bed. bed right and frequently when we go elsewhere mm-hmm. i'm on the other side of the bed why is that isn't that strange that's really odd and i kind of try to figure it out i don't know what the answer is um but i have a, a, an inkling mm-hmm. that when we're on vacation mm-hmm. i want to be on the side that's as far away from the wall Oh, interesting! Like I don't like to be trapped. I okay. don't want to be on the trapped side.
0: Okay, that's exactly what my thing is. I always am closest to the door. Yeah, I want the first out. Well, which is also kind of creepy, right? Because it means I'm the first one if somebody intrudes. That's going to. But that's a get it. That's that's I think different
1: because which is equally interesting and and worthy of discussion that you want to be closest to the door, mm-hmm. right? I will not be closest to the door if that side of the bed is closest to the wall. Interesting. I don't like to be I don't like to feel like I'm trapped and when You want I, to be
0: toward the center of the room. I, uh not the
1: center, the area that's closest to the most open space. Okay. So like when you're looking at the bed, if the bed is on one side of the room, I'm going to be on the side of the room that has the biggest space around space it. Space attached to my side of the bed which is i think maybe a claustrophobia thing and when i think about where my bed or where my spot is in our bed that's general you know like i'm not against a a wall right interesting nobody puts baby in the corner no i don't like being in the corner
0: and also one time my husband and i did switch sides of the bed just to see like it was the worst night of sleep i've ever had Mm -hmm. in our house and i fell out of the bed Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Do you have a side of the bed? Sarah's on the line. Hi, Sarah. Do you have like your own side of the bed? What are the rules about sides of the bed for you and your in your family? So for me, it's not about being on a specific side. It's about what room I'm in. Okay. Oh, Sarah. Than I do. I think you fell into the black hole. Now we can't hear you. Are you there? Yep, I'm here. Okay. Oh, there you go. Okay, Try so again. say it again. Oh, so oh, so my husband always. Le- oh, it's terrible. Okay, bye, Sarah. Sorry. 651-641-1071. One, what are your rules about the side of the bed that you sleep on? I will say that Sarah said she says it depends. On what bed she's sleeping in, and whatever side is closest to the door. Yep, that's me. She makes her significant other sleep on oh, that see? side. Isn't that interesting? So because, she
1: doesn't want to be the closest to the door. Right? right.
0: She wants to be. She wants her husband to get murdered first. It sounds yep. like. Yeah. No, because mm-hmm. that's the weird thing that's is why do I want to be closest to the door? That means I'm the first. If somebody intrudes, I'm the first also, one they're going to. Encounter. Can I just point
1: out the obvious flaw in that? What if? Somebody gets in your house... And you're both sleeping. They're going to kill whoever they want in the bed. If you hear them coming, you're both out of the bed before Uh anybody gets killed. That's true. I don't think it's going to be like all of a sudden you look up and somebody's walking in the door. And they're like, ha, you unlucky person.
0: I think that for me, it has everything to do with like the perception of control. Because the other thing is when I'm sitting. Oh, okay. I know. Is that new information for you, Bradley? (laughs) Because the other thing is I can never sit with my back to a room. So like if I we go to, to a work. restaurant, oh sure, I have to be like I have that, to be surrounded by walls.
1: To me, that's not about control. For me, I, because I'm very similar in that way, I just want the best vantage point. I want to be able to people watch because that's what I do, and I'm selfish in that. I right. realize it.
0: I just don't want my back exposed because somebody could stab it. Were you, okay? Were you stabbed somewhere? I feel some like I probably in a past life. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. I seriously think I was in a saloon and I got shot in the back. Let's go to Melanie. Right, <laughs> Melanie's calling. So. Melanie, are you? do you have, a, have rules about the side of the bed that you sleep on? I do. So I standardly sleep on the right side of the bed, so when you're looking at it on the mm-hmm. right side. But yep. when we go to a foreign bed, as you say, <laughs> I bed. need to sleep on the side of the bed that has the clock. Next to it, Oh, ah, so okay. it might be on a different side, that's but I need practical. to be near the clock. And like, does your does your significant other know that? Like, yeah, okay. So we so. walk in and we right away, he's, we kind of both look where the clock is, and then that's where we start setting everything up. Isn't that interesting? Our, you know, like, put our bags down or something. And you know, the sad part about that, Melanie, is that, and this goes for me too. Like, I don't even give my husband a choice. Like, I'm like, like oh, oh, I no. need the door side. I was so. gonna say, that's <laughs> thanks,
1: Melanie. I'm noticing a theme here: people who have opinions about where they sleep. In in the bed are the ones who determine well, where they sleep because when we go you know whether it's a hotel or a cruise ship we walk in the door and he's like okay where are you sleeping right because he knows i'm gonna have opinions about it
0: right i know so and maybe just
1: get that at the end of the day it ain't about your past life it's it about control could
0: be let's go to hannah hannah will have the final word hi hannah do you have rules about where you sleep what side of the bed you sleep on well it's not necessarily what side of the bed that we sleep on because my husband and i have switched a couple times it's the, the trouble with sleeping falls to the position of my body when I'm trying to fall asleep like I have to be on my left side for a little bit before I go to my right side to fall asleep oh my God. the same thing isn't that
1: interesting yeah
0: <laughs> thank you Hannah
1: I always I will start on one side and then I have to turn over I mean I probably I do asleep. that six
0: or seven times while I'm sleeping and then an arm falls asleep and then that it's a whole mess when we come back on The Colleen and Bradley Show, oh, thanks for listening to our do Sleep we Troubles. through a day? Uh, whenever we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow, we have to convene the gooper scoopers. And boy, has she, she been talking. We're going to be scooping the goop after this on my talk 107.1. Oh Gwyneth Peltro, we love to love to hate you on the Colleen and Bradley show. Hate her, My Gwyneth. Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Oh. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer. No, we don't hate her, but we just love to be critical hate of on goop. Her. We like to hate on her yeah. and we like to be critical of goop. And when we do that, we like to call ourselves the gooper scoopers. Here
1: come the gooper scoopers. They are gonna find you stuff that's dumb. Scooppa, scoopa, goopa, scoopa.
0: That's just what they do. Because there's always stupid stuff on goop. What you do now? Okay, so you know, the goop, the goop has a podcast. <laughs> the goop has a new podcast called The Beauty Closet.
1: Oh, I have not listened to this podcast. I'm a big fan of podcasts. I have not listened to hers.
0: I want can we make a project for you to listen to some a goop project? To do to listen to some goop project. Or
1: Does if it's a project, you're going to pay me for this?
0: No. I'm going to ask you to do it for the betterment of our show. Oh, I listen okay. to them. Thank you, Holly. Because oh, I care you. about the show. You do look or you will. This is- I have. Oh, oh, good for you. Okay, well, have you listened to The That's Beauty delightful. Closet? No, because that sounds dumb. Doesn't it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to sound dumber, so get your eye rolls ready. Um. Here's the thing. So she was. So Gwyneth Paltrow was being interviewed on the latest Goop podcast, The Beauty Closet, um, which is uh, hosted by Goop editors Jean Godfrey, June, and Megan O'Neill, mm. and she said mm-hmm, the following: "I've always felt so funny about my looks. I think that it's very rare to think that you're a beautiful person, and so I feel like huh. every other woman. Like I don't see that when I look in the mirror." What? Uh, she says that she. other people consider her beautiful, and that is, quote, a weird thing to be. Uh, she but- said, I think that when you come to age, if you have this broad identity as that, what does it mean to get wrinkles and, like, get closer to menopause and all those things? What happens to your identity as a woman if you're not bleepable and beautiful?
1: Is she saying she's not bleepable? I
0: think she's trying to say she's doesn't feel like she's bleepable.
1: Oh, I I, there's so much to start. unpack where so do you want to go first? i don't i wait can you back it up sure flip it and reverse it mm-hmm. thank you Miss elliot. elliot style
0: mm-hmm. where do you want me to be
1: uh go back a little bit towards the beginning i've of always felt said. so funny
0: about my looks yes i think it's very rare to think that you're a beautiful person and so i feel like every other woman like okay. i don't okay. see that okay. when no, i look no, in the mirror no
1: no okay. no no no, mm-hmm. no no
0: wait can i insert one of these
1: that's an audible eye roll and yes thank you um she's trying to do that thing where she's trying to be like I don't think I'm beautiful, even though you all know that I am so beautiful. and That is why I am who mm-hmm. I am, it's even like- though I happen to be talented, but I wouldn't be in this job or have this role if I wasn't beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. Can we call that a fumble brag? That was big time a fumble brag. Mm-hmm. I like that. that. Because it literally for like you, the problem with it is there's a problem with it. We're going to dissect her words. The problem is here. I feel like every other woman. What she did there is craftily tried to tell you with her words that she's, she's just relatable. like you. She's totally relatable. Yeah. She would might as well just women, said, I'm relatable.
1: Would most women agree that they, are, uh, that they can relate to Gwyneth Paltrow?
0: Never. Are you kidding a, me?
1: S- no. And there is a certain... So here's where I think she's genius. To the women listening to the podcast, mm-hmm. Yes she is relatable. Right. Because that is who she appeals to. Mm-hmm. She appeals to a very specific... So this is where you give her credit, right? Before we, Before we tear her down. Before we her to shreds! <laughs> yes. yes. No, she's speaking to a very thin slice of womanhood. Mm-hmm. A very privileged, a very fortunate, a very... um. Beautiful subset, or women who think that they are or aspire to be Gwyneth Paltrow, right? Right. So she, that's who she's speaking to. She's speaking to me. She's speaking to you. I mean, you're a privileged, beautiful. You're you're all the you're bleepable. I mean, but Colleen. I'm just like a lot of oh, I'm just <laughs> wait. Is that ever, appropriate for ever, me to say that to a, no, a coworker. I'm gonna never. get I'm totally, <laughs> no, you know. stop. No, but my point is, she's yeah. speaking to an audience. Yes, and to that audience. Okay, the problem is, that sounds so problematic for anybody else who's listening.
0: I think I also, the the notion, and this is just a greater issue that I have, like, I don't really need to listen to a lengthy podcast about somebody talking about their own beauty. You see what I mean?
1: Well, it's just, like, who, so what you're saying, you're questioning the audience. I really like, am. Like, who are you people?
0: Who are you people that want to listen to... Gwyneth Paltrow or anybody for that matter expound upon how they feel about their person, their engagement with their own beauty. I, I just this is judgy and i'm sure people have said the same kind of thing about the stuff that we talk about oh sure i don't care that's fine i really don't care that's and why we're not listening exactly and so just the notion that they've devoted time and energy toward planning a podcast called the beauty closet wherein we hear gwyneth paltrow's insecurities about who she is in the world I' i'm not the audience
1: yeah and here's the here's the thing we can all relate to but this is the better conversation i would have we can all like we all feel imperfect
0: absolutely we
1: all feel at times less than uh
0: but you know what i'll also can i just throw this in there because this i think needs to be said and she doesn't say this at least in the report of the report which i read I haven't listened to the do. actual. We yeah, don't,
1: we don't do the actual thing. I don't have time for that. <laughs>
0: but but honestly, what what frustrates me about that is that there are also times no matter who you are, I hope that you feel stunningly beautiful. Oh, yeah. Right. Like yeah. everybody has those good days where you put on that outfit and you're like, I am feeling myself today. But she doesn't talk about that. She just like does this like generalization about like. I you know I'm I'm just like you. I don't feel beautiful. Can I either. also just
1: point out that um here's here's the other lie. So she's in in an attempt to be relatable, she's lying because the truth is she's bleepable, not mm-hmm. because she's beautiful, but because she's a powerful woman. Yes, which means that power gives you things that most people don't have access to, and her unwillingness to own her privilege and power, um you know to me the power is the like. Anyway, she can do what she wants with her power but but the point is you girl, you can have a big mole on your face with hair growing out of it mm-hmm. and being as successful as you are now she might not be successful doing what she's doing with a big hairy mole on her face because society is horrible, <laughs> but um regardless of how she got that power and influence and ro- uh, success, that in and of itself is bleepability, right well,
0: yeah, and also everybody is bleepable. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, everybody's bleepable. I mean, so live into your bleepability. I, want to make a joke and I just don't, don't want to do offend it. People, no, so. I, like, own your bleepability today, okay? Yeah. That's my wisdom to you. That's my goop wisdom for you. When we come back on it, like, it's my wisdom. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots on My Talk 1071. I guess one could say. That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiot. It sure does.
1: Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, (laughs) stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida!
0: Where are we going first, Trainer?
1: Well, thanks for asking. I am so excited to take you on this journey together. Um, it all starts in a suburb of Pittsburgh. Mm. That would be PA, Pennsylvania, right? Police are seeking the public's help in identifying a suspect who did something recently that earned the suspect crazy, stupid, idiot status. Okay. So let me let me um, give you a little bit. Okay, and you see if you can figure this out. All right. It involves a Walmart. Okay. And a young woman. Okay. And she did something at the Walmart that earned her crazy, stupid idiot status. Did she piddle in the checkout aisle? Oh, wow. You were on your game today. Kind of. She did? But not the checkout aisle.
0: Oh, okay. The bathroom? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to, a different aisle? The electronics aisle? Yeah, a different aisle. aisle. Ooh.
1: Not the electronics aisle.
0: Okay. Tell me the aisle. <gasps> the poise pad aisle. No. Oh, okay.
1: the produce aisle.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh. she produced. She
1: peeked in the produce, in the, in the produce <laughs> aisle. Yep. In fact, on July 24th, surveillance footage photos have revealed that the suspect was inside the produce area. Of the uh, suburban Pittsburgh Walmart when she popped a squat and piddled on the grapefruit. On uh, uh, the
0: grapefruit?
1: Well, I mean, among other things. Oh,
0: oh geez. Yeah.
1: She was just piddling uh, for days. <laughs> Piddle- and- <laughs> what, did
0: that- <laughs> what did that grapefruit do to her? Yeah.
1: I don't know. The suspect was by herself and was wearing a graphic t shirt, which appeared to include the word adrenaline. Okay. No word on you know what that means. Um, but she. She, now the good news is. I'm betting
0: she's one of those people that receives a thrill from public PP. Piddling.
1: Yeah. Public piddling. Mm-hmm. And uh, the good news is she was spotted by an employee during the act. Can you imagine? You're just like, boopie doo.
0: <laughs> ah! Well, I mean, if you're piddling in the produce aisle, don't you want to get caught? Yeah. Yeah, because you're not hiding. Also, piddling is what my grandma's dachshund used to do oh, yeah. in the this No, this was, this was yep. like
1: streaming. She was streaming live. Okay. <laughs>
0: Not Netflix.
1: <laughs> in the produce aisle. And apparently this prompted the uh employee to dispose of the affected products and to sanitize the area completely. So Well, oh, geez. Although, I was at the very so, least. I know well, I'm I mean, what if they didn't see Ooh. her piddling? This is you why you should up, watch your produce. You picked up your uh you Melons. Know, your melons and you went home with piddly melons and you had no idea, and you're like this cantaloupe don't taste right.
0: <laughs> I don't. Again, well, number one, <laughs> see what I did there. I do think she was begging to get caught. Number two, thank God it wasn't that. Um yeah, right. I just want to remind everybody that's to been done. Wash FYI your the, produce.
1: Yeah. I. Um, do you ever buy that stuff? Yeah, all this stuff. that produce wash stuff. Oh no, no I don't either. I just use. I usually just eat it. Because I figure it's probably germs. You know, there's germs on everything.
0: No, you want to get rid of the like pesticides okay. and stuff. It's Here, not here's about a real germs. Question.
1: Let's get real before we go on to the next crazy stupid. Okay. Do you wash your mushrooms?
0: I no, I don't. You know what you do? I learned this from Rachel Ray.
1: Oh God, E V O O.
0: No. You take a paper towel, though you do because there's dirt in there, so you gotta just like rub them real good with a paper towel. I've heard that
1: that you take a paper towel and do that, but that's a lot of work for mushrooms. Like if you're making a lot of mushrooms, I ain't wiping them off. Do you know what I do? What I just dump them in my food. I figure the dirt's sanitary. God
0: made dirt, and dirt don't hurt.
1: It's got (laughs) some minerals,
0: right? I mean. I want you to do what you're comfortable with.
1: Do you want to come over and have I won't be tonight? eating mushrooms
0: <laughs> at your house. we <laughs> got plants tonight. But thank you I mean, you if it was a salad, that. I would make Noted. sure there weren't no
1: clumps of dirt. Thank you. But, like, in my curries and stuff?
0: Dirty curries. That's what Bradley makes.
1: <laughs> don't tell Jamie, please, you guys.
0: Okay, well, yeah, we'll keep that quiet from him. It's mm-hmm. a good thing you just told us. It's just the three of it's us. We're just, just a family here. We us. don't, you know. True. Um, We're going to Indianapolis for our next crazy, stupid idiot. And this is dedicated to our friend, Holly. Hi, Halls. Yeah. Holly and I were delighted by the story yesterday. It starts mm, about a week ago with a customer who went to McDonald's to get a chicken sandwich and Mm. brought it back to his uh, place of work. He happens to be a police officer in, I believe it's Marion County. Okay. And uh, when he got back to work he reheated the sandwich Ooh. and when he went to get it out of the microwave there were bites out of it. Oh gross. And he was like one of those McDonald's employees ate my chicken sandwich. And he thought mm. I'm going to do what I need to do about this. And so he went to the McDonald's and he was like um hey supervisor Somebody took some bites out of my chicken sandwich, and it wasn't me. And so I got it like this, and this is a problem. Uh, the supervisor offered him some free food, and he said, I didn't really care about it. I just wanted to find out who the person was, and then deal, have, make sure that person gets dealt with in appropriate in an appropriate way. Uh, and so they opened an investigation, and there's an update to the story.
1: Can I imagine what the update is? P- do, please do. Did he like bring it back to the thing and do it in the microwave again? And there was a bite missing again.
0: He forgot that he had taken that bite.
1: Oh, that was not and where I was going. Did plot a twist! whole
0: entire investigation at the McDonald's. How did they find this out? Because they interviewed everybody who was working on the restaurant staff, and ultimately they discovered nobody had taken no bite of no chicken sandwich. And then only then did Mister DJ—that's his name. <laughs> dj who's a regular at this particular mcdonald's on west morris street uh only then did he realized did he realize that it was he so who had he taken owned the bite.
1: up the, to the fact that he had taken his own bite i thought yep. this was going to be like somebody opened the microwave while it was reheating and took chomp chomp nope. a few bites
0: Mm-mm. nope this was the statement from uh the marion county sheriff's uh, office Last week, a Marion County Sheriff's Office employee purchased a McChicken sandwich from the McDonald's located at Blobby Blue. The employee took a bite out of the sandwich upon starting his shift at the Marion County Jail. Then he placed it in the refrigerator in the break room. He returned nearly seven hours later, having forgotten that he had previously bitten the sandwich. He wrongly concluded that a McDonald's restaurant employee had tampered with his food because he is a law enforcement officer. Enforcement. yeah. Uh, in any case, they did do a full investigation at the McDonald's Good in order Lord. to determine just this.
1: give him a darn sandwich and be done with it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that great?
1: That is just crazy. That like, took place oh, over the course uh, of a full week. Actually, I think it was me.
0: I would also like to point out. That I wouldn't this, have
1: said anything. This was, I'd on, like, You're
0: lying. this was on the news. Oh. This was in newspapers. Oh. The search for the m- person who bit the sandwich. Was pub- well publicized. So. Just remember when you take bites of things. You know, don't blame other here's people. Here's the
1: thing that nobody took a bite out of the sandwich, but they probably licked the bun when he wasn't looking. Okay, people do that. That's what she said. Hello. can we go to Florida? Sure. Okay, Florida, F L O R I E A. I want to take you to St. John's County. Okay. And I want to tell you about a guy. His name is Kyle McGill Walker. Okay. Kyle Walker. Mr. Walker's 19 years old, and he was also at a McDonald's. This happened at a McDonald's, apparently. He ended up pulling a gun on someone. Ooh. It's not good. No. Not in this day and age. Don't need to be pulling guns. Now, he didn't pull the gun on the person, allegedly, to like harm them or do bad things to them. What do it's do? why he pulled the gun that earned him crazy stupid idiot status.
0: Did he not like the calorie count on the Big
1: Mac? <laughs> I mean, we can all relate uh, yes. to that, right? I mean. <laughs> or just the raise of, you know, the prices now. It's
0: just these fast days fast food is not cheap anymore. No, it's not. Oh. Okay.
1: It's a good deal perhaps, but yeah. anyway. Um so it all began when um Mr. Walker saw this lady at the McDonald's. And he walked up to the lady, and he was like, hey, lady,
0: do you want some of this? What was the this?
1: (laughs) It was his vape pen. Okay. He asked her if she would like to try a hit of his vape pen. The lady said, no. And she, or Mr. Walker said, are you serious, bro?
0: I mean, there's a couple things wrong there.
1: Then sounds like he'd been hitting that vape pen a little too hard. Perhaps that is when Mr. Walker lifted up his shirt. Oh, and showed a gun and there was a gun <laughs> in his waistband. He pulls the gun out of his pants, waving it around asking what's up now. What's up now? Wow. That's aggressive. It's very aggressive. The victims told police that she was in fear for her life and and a short time later, Mr. Walker was found by police behind the Lewis Point Plaza near to where the incident occurred. They transported him back to the McDonald's where the victim uh, confirmed the crime. He was later charged with an assault with a deadly weapon without the intent to kill. Because he was just trying to get her to take a hit off he his He just pan.
0: wanted to get her relaxed.
1: And if you looked at him, he looks like he's trying to get ladies relaxed mm. so that he can do nefarious things uh-huh. to them.
0: Keep also, your vape pens to yourself. Are, am I to believe that... concerned a little bit. <laughs> it's
1: like, why didn't she just take my <laughs> pen? Am I to believe that that's a pot experience?
0: The vape pen? Yeah. Because you wouldn't... It could be, but it doesn't... Get it, it's not to, necessarily... It doesn't mean it could be like a Juul yeah. pen thing. It, it could be many things. Can you put, like,
1: date rape drugs in there? No. Because I'm saying, what if maybe that uh, was, like, his move? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, take a thing of this
0: pen. Also... Has that ever worked for him? Well, I mean, that would be my second question.
1: Like, Like, so this lady said no, but how many people said yes? Vape pen? Yikes. Okay. Don't do that.
0: Don't do it. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, here's something we gotta do, and that's the throwback live. mom! Okay. (laughs) That was inappropriate, and you know it. We'll play the game after this on my Talk 107 one.